Hey everyone, welcome to Tatonic, a business, tech, and finance podcast. I'm Nels Tate, let's get into it. Well, hey guys, uh, Nels here, excited to have you on another episode of Tatonic. I'm glad you're tuning in, whether you're tuning in via Facebook Live or listening on the podcast, we're really excited to have you tuned in to this episode. Just a quick recap, so we're kind of this like business tech podcast, but we're also talking with a lot of people with ideas and insights and innovative concepts around a lot of other areas that don't necessarily relate to those categories. So um, it's kind of a, you know, it can be a mixed bag, but I'm really excited that you guys are tuned in. If you haven't had the chance already, go back and check out the interviews that we've done so far. We have a couple more interviews coming up, and I'm really excited about these next ones. So uh, you'll definitely want to tune into those as well. And you can make sure to subscribe on whether you're on Anchor or on iTunes or Spotify. Definitely worth checking out if you have the chance. Um, But we're also doing, mixed in with these interviews, a number of these like kind of minor, basically kind of, I would call them spinoff episodes. And we're just talking about some different ideas on, you know, what is the best way to leverage your startup company? What is the best idea to be able to launch um, in an effective manner that allows, you know, for you to be able to be efficient, but also, um, you know, be excited, be able to connect with the right people, be able to make the right moves, do the right things, and and hopefully provide some ideas that are going to catapult you into the next season of growth with your, whatever it is, your hobby, your your business, whatever kind of project it might be that you're working on, or even if it's just kind of interesting to listen to. Um, anyways, today we're talking about something that I honestly get a lot of questions about, and it's... Um, when I've talked to uh, different founders or people that are, you know, starting companies or or having ideas and saying, hey, you know, the biggest question I get is, what is the best thing to spend money on? Where do I put my money where it's like actually going to be valuable and useful? And because a lot of the times I, I think we get stuck in this idea of like we go on to, you know, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn or basically, you know, Google or, or any of these sites where it's like, you know, we're going to be able to, you know, basically I just named all social sites, but um, any site really where they're going to be marketing some kind of new entrepreneur where I'll call it. Um, because I remember when I first started, the first company I started up, um, when we were launching it, I would get all these different alerts that I was like, well, the, you know, the best new CRM in the business, the, or like, you know, we've completely changed the way that you buy applications or online storage has never been, um, easier than this. And it was like, it was super interesting because it, it encouraged me as a founder. I was like, man, that, you know, like, I, this is legit. We're, we're actually doing this. And, you know, now it's like people, even the ads know that I'm, I'm legit. So it's like, there's a little bit of that, that it's like, oh, that's kind of cool um, to kind of get behind. But the biggest question I get a lot of the times is what is it actually worthwhile to spend money on? I think um, around that, that actually phrases two questions. One, what is the best thing not to spend money on? And what is the best things to spend money on? There's there's a recent article um, I, that Inc. did, and I just, I found it so interesting. The top seven things, I wanna let you guys know this, the top seven things that uh, founders mistakenly spend money on are these. One, expensive subscription services. I completely agree with this. Uh, so often there's like uh, a lot of these different, whether it's cloud storage services or like, you know, a, a marketing uh, assistant services. There's a lot of things 
when you go through your and and basically vet out what are you actually applying for we were in a media business and we used a lot of different media platforms um and it uh, we realized after a while man we can really condense this a lot more to be efficient about it. Uh, we're gonna share all of our content, all our media from a single platform. We're gonna subscribe to that, but all these other ones we're gonna shed across. I think that's a huge thing that we can scale back on. Um, they talk about office space. Most of the time that doesn't apply, but it's kind of interesting in this COVID timeline, um, office space is, is really not even something people are thinking about spending time on. But I would, I would argue a lot of the time we're spending our our cash, our surplus on creating the optimal office environment, right? It's like all these like ergonomic concepts to, so that you're able to be in the most comfortable and like set up thing. And what I guess what I found, because I've totally fallen into that before of like tricking out my office, it ends up being that most of my office time is actually spent just configuring my office. And all the productivity that happened was when it was just me and my laptop in a coffee shop. And that was it. Like, so I think, you know, just evaluating, okay, what am I spending my money on or my time on around uh, the office itself? Talk about overstaffing, being able, you know, hiring, bringing on more people. A lot of time, that's a that's a booster. Um, so, and I say that in the regard of like, okay, you bring on a couple people to say, yes, I have an assistant, yes, I have an accountant, yes, I have this project manager who's doing this individual thing. A lot of times, we don't necessarily need those. If we're able to optimize other parts of the business, you can often do without that and be able to be more lean, more efficient as a company as well. Um, office equipment, we just talked about that as well. Um, there's a couple other ones that I actually don't think apply to most small businesses, which is really the focus of this podcast. But the last thing I think hits it on the head every time, uh, and that's branding goodies. I mean, they, they put it in quotation mark goodies there because it's like, that's really what it is. And really, everybody kind of knows what this is. This is when you you finally had your logo designed on Fiverr or wherever, and you're like, man, you know, that would look great on a coffee mug. Or, you know, it's it turns into like a $3,000 Vistaprint order even though you're getting 40% off with because you're a first-time visitor or whatever. Um, I think a lot of the time you have to measure what is worthwhile in that regard because I actually really think it's worthwhile most of the time to be able to have you know certain things that are about your brand because it sparks a conversation but limit those things put them in the areas where it's actually going to matter put it you know maybe on your car or on your a sticker on your laptop or um you know, a t-shirt, a hoodie, a hat, you know, basically don't get them for your whole team because they're never going to wear them um, or whatever it may be. I think it's really valuable to optimize your branding goodies. Absolutely have a logo, absolutely have a website, um, but understand where your marketing funds are going to as well. I think those are some of the big things that we you know, you should be be clear about what not to spend money on, but it still doesn't necessarily answer the question, what is the good things to spend money on as a, a small business launching, getting up to speed, what is actually worthwhile? Um, I would argue the biggest thing that is going to be useful to you is anything that's going to be create efficiencies for you as a founder that's going to be able to make your time more useful, useful, where basically when you put an hour into something, you get 10x out in some other capacity. And most of the time, those end up being things like software tools or, you know, an optimized, a, a, a fast, you know, working computer or 
um, things like that. Basically, those are going to be the most effective things. And I think a lot of the time, um, when I was, you know, I, I, I ended up doing a lot of research into the right softwares to have that were going to be, you know, very cost efficient, but also do a great job. And so there's like certain, you know, accounting platforms and uh, CRM platforms and task management platforms that I think will really are, if you take the time to invest in them, they're going to pay dividends back down the road. And maybe certain things I've definitely had subscriptions for before and then dropped them because honestly, you know, paying a hundred dollars a year for, uh, an ultimately simple, straightforward email client wasn't saving me that much more time than just using the built-in Apple mail or G suite or whatever it may be. I think in that regard, um, the thing that you can spend money on that's more worthwhile than anything else, hands down, without a doubt, is an excellent website. We're living in this age nowadays where digital real estate is by far the most valuable thing to have. It's interesting because it's like as we transition, especially in the world of COVID, uh, from this brick and mortar business mentality uh, to the web, Everything about a website becomes who you are. It becomes your platform. It becomes your first impression to almost everybody out there. I, I can say honestly, we utilize, um, you know, we utilize Wix, for instance, on one on some of our platforms. I know for a fact that our first business, Motional, grew a ton simply because that was our digital real estate. That people said, "Wow, you guys must be a good production company." because your website looks great. That was literally half the clients that came in. They said, your website looks great. Let's book. Let's move forward. Let's get a contract going. So on and so forth. Massively so. I think it's so valuable. And the thing is, a lot of the time we get daunted by this idea of like, it has to be overly complex and we have to have all these, you know, this interesting uh, content and whatever. No, you don't. Having a basic landing page is actually going to be able to uh, really slingshot you into in the in the direction of starting a conversation with your potential clients or your potential um, customers, whoever they may be. Um, so whether that means you know jumping on you know a site like Wix or WordPress or um, Squarespace or you know bringing somebody in from the outside, I think that is a w area that I would absolutely spend money on. Uh, the other thing that I really recommend having your own domain. Um, you know, this is, you know, uh, this kind of goes hand in hand with the website side of things, but there's nothing like having your own email associated with a domain because it, it's, it just speaks volumes to being, to your credibility as a company. People tend to see, you know, I'm not going to go, you know, buy, uh, I'm typically not going to have, you know, a new tree put in at my house from treesrus at gmail.com because it tells me realistically they're, um, you know, kind of a, a micro startup in that regard. So I highly recommend if you can, and most of the times it's actually really easy to do on most of the platforms. If you have questions about this, by the way, uh, hit me up on Twitter. Um, and you know, I'd love to discuss it more with you guys, but definitely a website, a domain and an email are three things that I think are really worthwhile to spend money on. Business cards are another good one in there too. Um, although the the way things are going with handshakes and whatnot, I don't think there's too many business cards going floating around, but uh, leave behinds in that regard are, are really good as well. Um, 
But yeah, that's my ideas. That's my tips. I love to hear what you guys think as well. So definitely go and hit me up on Twitter at Nels Tate. Love to find out more about what you're thinking as well. Uh, thanks for tuning into this episode. Uh, again, we have some great interviews coming up in the next couple weeks. I'm really excited to have you guys tuned in on this. So if you haven't already, definitely go on to Anchor or iTunes or uh, nelstate.com and you can find all the podcast links right there. Rate us, subscribe. Uh, we're excited to have you guys tuned in. We'll talk to you the next time. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into this episode of Tatonic. If you guys enjoy the show, hit that subscribe button or scroll down and leave us a rating. You can also find out everything we're up to on social media at Tatonic Podcast and as always at NelsTate.com. We'll see you guys next week on Tatonic. Tatonic.